Down Pam Woodson. My husband Woody and I welcome you to this audio devotional of Woodson Ministries, a ministry that reaches out worldwide with the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ. We hope you'll be blessed by today's message. The Bible says is about healing the broken, the brokenhearted, the, the broken spirited. You know, I mean, we were broken and we needed a healer. And one of the great things I've seen in Scripture is uh, when David and Jonathan, they had a special, Jonathan was Saul's son, and, and David was uh, attending uh, Saul. I mean, he was, uh, he, he would, uh, pretty much was a worship leader, and, and you know, he just was uh, a servant of Saul. And Jonathan and David came, uh, entered into a covenant in fact, the Bible says in First Samuel 20, verse, verse 16 and 17, that Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord require it of the hands of David's enemies. And Jonathan made David vow again because of his love for him, because he loved him as he loved his own life. They had a special relationship, and and uh, when Saul turned on David because you know David, uh, Saul slay, you know, had slain the thousands, but David tens of thousands, and jealousy came in, and 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 um, David was destined for the throne, and and Saul was trying to kill David's life. You know, uh, he had to flee, and Jonathan helped him flee. But the, in the situation there, we see. That, you know, because of their special relationship, after Saul and Jonathan had died, uh, David inquired if there was someone he could bless. If there's someone left in Jonathan's house he could bless for Jonathan's sake because of the, the covenant they had. In Second Samuel chapter 4, it talks about how, how Jonathan had, had a son. And this is what I want to enter into, you know, real quickly. It says, now Jonathan Saul's you know, Saul's son had a son crippled in his feet. He was five years old when the report of Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel. That's when they were killed. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened that in her hurry to flee, he fell and became lame. And his name was Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth lived, lived in Lodabar. It means a place of no expression. But we see in the situation here that his life was crippled as a young child, because a well-meaning adult, they thought they thought that David was an enemy. He really wasn't going to hurt the child. In fact, he was going to help the child. But a well-meaning adult picked up this little boy as a five-year-old and dropped him. And so many of us, we, we were hurt because some adult dropped us when we were a child. You you can be 50 years old or 55 years old or 30 or 20 and someone may have said something or done something when you're 2 or 3 years old and you still bear the pain. This boy was lame. He was lame in his feet. But many people may not be lame physically, but they're lame emotionally because a well-meaning adult dropped them. But there's a, there's a remedy to this. In 2 Samuel chapter 9, and many of you may feel that way right now, say, man, yeah, I, I've got this memory, I, I've got this situation, it just seems like I've always lived with it. In 2 Samuel 9, 1, then David says, there yet anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And they talked about, Ziba said, yeah, he has a son named Mephibosheth, and, 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 and he's crippled. And what David did is he sent Ziba to, to get Mephibosheth, to bring him to the table. 
And, and Mephibosheth had such a bad self-concept because of the, the, of his heart condition, because of the way he was, you know, crippled on the inside. He said, what does the king want with a dead dog like me? I mean, he, he, he came there, bowed down, you know, humbled himself. And the king said, sit him at the table. And that's what the king does with you. Many of you are crippled, but you know how God heals your crippledness? He brings you to the table. He makes you royalty. The moment you receive Christ, you don't be, you're not second class. And in his presence, there's healing. He begins to heal your brokenhearted. He, he, he takes out the sting of those memories. All of a sudden, you're no longer a loser. You're a winner. All of a sudden, you, you're royalty. All of a sudden, you have the favor of God round about you. All of a sudden, you're the king's friend. You're like family. All of a sudden, servants are are literally uh, at your bequest. They're you're just like angels are are, are, are servants, the uh, the heirs of salvation. We must begin to realize. Get to the king's table. God wants to bring you into His presence and heal. I don't know when it, when it took place. I don't know when you were dropped. I don't know how severe it was, how crippling it was, but the good news is God wants to heal your brokenness. And Jesus came and died on the cross to heal whatever, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever you're facing, he paid the price for. And you have free access to come to the table, come to the, the throne of God, and, and, get, and, and literally just sit at the table with him and let him heal you in his presence so i pray his healing presence will heal your brokenness today visit us on the web at woodsonministries.org to help you face life's problems and grow in faith we have video sermons audio prayers scriptures by subjects and a prayer request form check it out and remember nothing is impossible with god